Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast, and that that means that none of this is medical advice. So if you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jockstrap Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. Wait, did I just say jockstrap? I meant to say Jock Doc. Introducing your host, Jockter London Strap. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about just the overuse of uh, technical medical terms that I've been using, such as gamma glutamyl transpeptidase and walk this way. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. (sighs) Just looking at this microphone and this table and the light switch here in the studio and it's kind of sad that this might be the last time i see him you know um well what, why why is that are you gonna are you leaving well dr london i got some good news and i got some bad news and the good news is is that i am going to be uh exploring a little more of the world i uh i was thinking about it the other day and i was like why haven't i traveled at all this year and I was just drawing a blank. I was like, man, I, I, this whole year I haven't gone anywhere. And I couldn't think of any excuse that made any sense at all. And so, I mean, Dr. London, I'm going to be, I'm going to be taking a leave of absence for I, I, 20 years, 30 years. I don't know. Oh, it is depends that... on how long it takes to get around the world. I think normally I would think like under normal circumstances, I don't think it would take 20 or 30 years to get around the world. Even well, that, hundreds I mean, of that, years ago. Yeah. I mean, that depends on what you're traveling by though. And for you, you would travel like you wouldn't use a plane or, you know, no. a boat. Well, no, people have done that. People have famously, you know, traveled around the world in like uh, hot air balloons and in planes and by boat and all these different things. Mm-hmm. But not one person has gone all the way around the world in a boxcar racer. You know those like little little cars that that kids drive down hills that you make in like Boy Scouts or something. Yeah, aren't those aren't those like don't those require a slope? Like that that's why it's downhill. Well, yeah, I mean, there's no, like, engine in it or anything. I mean, it's literally just a box with wheels. And not one person has done that. I'm going to be the first Dr. London. Do you do you think that in your journey around the world, you might run into issues of, say... Oh, with up- fans? Running into fans around the world and them hassling me? I have thought about that. Yes. And, you know, it disgusts me. The idea that someone would come up to me and say, I recognize you. But I think I could, I think I could like say, oh, okay. You know. And then, well, I mean, get the hell out of there as quickly as possible, of course. But I can be like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I just can't help but think. Okay. Well, anyway, the reason why 
you haven't been able to travel so much is probably, I'm not sure if you're aware, but you, you know, we live in the United States, so probably you won't be legally permitted to enter another country because, you know, there's still Yeah, these by issues. plane, like through an airport. You think if I start floating up to to Italy in a boxcar off the side of the Gulf that they're going to just turn me away? I, th- they might if they find out that you're oh, American. You really, th- you really think so? Hmm. Well, there are okay. Trying but, to immigrate by that method or by similar methods. It, well, think about this though. If I start at a really, really high hill in just like whatever country that I'm trying to like swoosh my way into, I'll be going so damn fast. They won't, the coppers won't do anything about it. So, so I guess your real goal now is to just find the tallest, I guess, mountain? Yes. That is now my dream. Okay. Because to, then... I guess drive my boxcar racer down Mount Everest and hope that I get enough momentum to go all the way around the world faster than, I guess, all the police in the world. Okay. And I... I guess I can't really speak to whether I don't feel like oh, that. Oh, would... I'm going to miss this. I mean, the recording software. <laughs> the oh, software is what I'm you'll gonna miss. miss. I mean, the, you know, the way that like you never brought any candies or anything to the records. I always thought about that. Like, oh, you think you would bring something. Oh. So you're going to miss passive aggression. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, Dr. London, I, I wish you all the luck in the world um, on finding well, my replacement. Um, I won't be assisting in finding your replacement. Um, and I'm not going to tell you the passwords to any of the accounts. Okay, because you do manage every account and have made it a point to not allow me, well, oh, for I'm one thing, miss, to even know about I'm all I'm going to miss them. those accounts, miss those passwords. Some of them made me laugh so hard. <sighs> I guess there's a clue. Okay, well, uh, you know, so that's that's our producer, Cameron. Also with us is Digital in the House. <sighs> Just looking at this microphone and this table and the light switch here in the studio. and It's kind of sad. This might be the last time we see him, you know? <sighs> Dr. London, I got some good news and I got some bad news. The good news is, is that I am going to be uh, exploring a little more of the world. I'm going to be taking a leave of absence for I, I, 20 years, 30 years, I don't know. It depends on how long it takes to get around the world. Oh, I'm going to miss this, I mean, the recording software. <laughs> oh, I'm going to miss, I mean, the, you know, the way that like you never brought any candies or anything to the recording. I always thought about that. Like, I think you would bring something sometimes, but but you know, Doctor London, I, I wish you all the luck in the world, and I'm not going to tell you the passwords to any of the accounts. I'm going to miss those accounts, miss those passwords. Some of them made me laugh so hard. <sighs> <laughs> Oh,
And later, Cameron tells me that we can expect a special guest. That's right, Dr. London. Well, you said you couldn't call it a make a... It wasn't a make a wish. It was make a prayer, was it? Or you you said you came up with some spinoff organization that you're... Oh, well, I'm, I'm still kind of like testing... Like, I think Make a Fish is kind of funny. Yes. But I feel like people would expect fish, and which I don't have. Yeah. So Make a Prayer was also a good one, because I thought, like, oh, you kind of re- lean on the religious angle. Um, but then the uh, Madonna's record label threatened to sue us, because they said Make a Prayer was too close to Like a Prayer. Okay. Which I feel like it was closer to make a wish, but they didn't seem to care at all. Especially because this is just the name of an organization to make a young child's dream come true. So anyway. Yeah. It's not even an organization. It's just sort of a title so we can introduce them on the podcast. Like, I I didn't even think we'd get sued for that. Yeah, that sounds... Okay. But yeah, I I mean, we have to go to court over that. I didn't even change the name. I just, I Googled it. And they they were like no, and they shut it down that quickly. Denied. Okay, so so we just have a guest on, and we can't legally. We're being sued by Madonna. Yeah, which I wish this was the first time. Uh, anyway, so before we move on, I would like to uh, to address a bit of listener feedback. I found this message spelled out in fire in my yard over the weekend. The note reads, "Quote." My grandson, Kyle, is good with money. He sells cartridges, whatever that means, end quote. Uh, First of all, I would like to thank you so much for reaching out to us here on the Jock Talk podcast. Um, To answer your question, maybe your grandson is selling, uh, I don't know, Nintendo cartridges for like an older game system. Cameron, do you have any idea what cartridges... Uh, I mean, it's gotta be something, like, car-related, right? Is it, like, a Hot Wheel? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Just, I know that he sells them, so... Yeah. So, I guess if it's... So, so her grandson, Kyle, maybe is a car salesman. Yeah, I probably so. Okay. Well, anyway, um, great to hear from that listener, and, uh, yeah, keep... Keep letting us know what you're thinking, listeners. We we love keep to on trucking on. And once again, we do kind of want to stay away from these phrases that are so close to real ones because I, we can't take more lawsuits. It just saying trucking on. I don't even know what that's close to. Yeah. Like I'm not even sure who's gonna sue me for trucking on. Keep on something on. It, it's just, it's just one of those things that's I've seen it on so many. Like oh, so you don't even know if someone owns it? You just I'm, it's out. I'm there. sure that we could. I I just want to be careful. That's all. I that that's understandable. Okay. Now for today's medical topic: tension pneumothorax. A tension pneumothorax is defined as air in the normally airless pleural space, which is the space between the tissues that line the lungs and the chest. So air gets trapped just outside the lungs, and this gives the lungs less room to expand and fill with air. A tension pneumothorax, then, is when this air trapping is caused by some form of trauma, and the tissues surrounding the opening into the pleural cavity, they act as valves, 
So they they allow air to enter, but not to escape. Sound familiar? Okay, is this is this another hint at why you why you're wanting to leave? Yeah, I because ju- I you know I I was invited in. I I was allowed to enter with open arms, saying, Cameron, if you help out with this podcast, you'll have the whole world. And then I get here and I'm just suffocating. Yeah, well, I'm s- every single week. You're like, you have to be here. Every single week, you're like, you gotta like send like the recordings over. You gotta log into the account or at least give me the password. I'll do most of the work. Just you gotta give me access. And I'm like, get off my back. Well, I'm sorry. It's just that's kind of just how a podcast works. And if you suddenly, you know, go on your boat trip, climb a tree, and try to start a new tribe, all of those things, you know, you can. You can do that on your own time, but we, you know, we have to educate people about medicine. You know what? I know that we're already being sued by Madonna's record company, but I've got to express myself and I got to say right now, Papa, don't preach. Okay. In any case, um, yeah, so that in attention pneumothorax that ac- vogue that accumulation of air under positive pressure in the pleural space collapses the ipsilateral lung that means same side lung uh, and it shifts the mediastinum away from the side of the pneumothorax clinically patients can present with hypotension because along with the lungs cardiac filling can also be impaired due to compression of the great veins patients may also have oh. I need to get those. I've heard so much about those. Getting cardiac fillers? No, I think... I've heard all about getting those filled, and I've heard it's amazing. Sorry, so cardiac filling, that you're already doing that every moment. That's your heart beating. Every time your heart fills up with blood. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've heard... I'm heard yeah, I've heard. If you go to those places, it, they fill up with blood, and it's just like it, you feel so fresh and amazing when you get out of there. I, okay, so cardiac filling is also impaired due to compression of the great veins. Uh, patients may also have distended neck veins, uh, a shift of the trachea away from the side of the pneumothorax on chest X-ray, uh, decreased breath sounds on the affected side, and hyper-resonance to percussion on the side of the pneumothorax. However, if a tension pneumothorax is suspected, it's important to immediately decompress the pleural space via a large bore needle or chest tube rather than obtaining an x-ray first as for treatment yep. so did you say you you talk as if you've experienced this no i just everything you're describing is exactly why i need to leave oh just attention pneumothorax is that this is this is you this is our relationship are you blind do you have any self-awareness at all? Everything you're saying is our dynamic. Don't you see, Dr. London? So our dynamic is there's a need to decompress the plural space with a large bore needle or test tube. It, it's insane to me that you, you wrote all of that and you never stopped to think, like, is this coming from my subconscious? Like, does this mean something? Okay, well, because you're just spelling it out, all the things you couldn't tell the therapist, and instead you just kept checking your phone. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just, 
I'm not sure exactly where this is coming from because so so this is a medical lesson. This is what happens when someone's, you know, the lining of their lung is compromised. Huh. Yeah. No, I know. Okay. Because that's what you've done to me the, the entire length of this podcast. Today's podcast. Okay. Anyway, as for treatment. Uh, it's like 10 minutes. So the way you treat this tension pneumothorax, uh, you have to treat it as a medical emergency. If the tension in the pleural space is not relieved, the patient can actually die of hemodynamic compromise. So you'll immediately perform chest compressions with a large bore needle in the second or third intercostal space in the midclavicular line, uh, and then followed by chest tube placement. And does that that sound I mean, like our relationship? You, to you? When, when you hear the word chest tube placement, you don't that doesn't jog any memory for you, Doctor London. No, did you did you have the chest tube placed at some point? No, but think about it: chest tube placement, tube like a like a slide, like a water slide. Chest. When we went to that down that water slide, and we went like chest face first, placement because we we knew to splash in the water at the end, and it was a fun time. And that's okay. So you're describing our relationship as being a fun experience at a water park. It, no. I, that was a that was a specific memory that you don't even remember apparently. I mean, I I remember, but I Ugh. didn't connect it to this. When I get to the peak of Mount Everest, yeah, and I put my helmet on because it's been off the whole time I was climbing, and I get in that boxcar racer, and I tell my I don't know like horse or whatever I ride up there to push me off the edge. I'm going to be thinking, I hope this is as fun as that water slide. And at that point, you will be, yeah, talking to your horse. Okay. Well, we can go ahead and move on from there. Okay. All right. Well, Cameron, you said that we have a, well, I can't call it, we can't put it under a specific theme, but we have a special guest who is here because there i don't know that something was wrong are you guessing at what you're trying to say is are you, are you guessing what words are i'm trying to i know they're illegal wor- words that i can't legally use to describe why the guest is on the show so i'm just trying to navigate that okay yeah so i know that so this guest mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. physical ailments Mm-hmm. To such an extent that they reached out to someone and got connected. And this this is what they wanted to do, was to be on the Jock Jock podcast. Yeah, I mean, why are you telling me this? Yeah, I'm sorry, this is an introduction. Okay. Uh, anyway, so welcome to our guest. Uh, hello there. Hello. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you. Oh my god. Okay. I just want to say, first of all, that um, much like my mom has done this a lot of times, like, I really don't want you guys to break up, okay? I just, like, I don't think I could take it again, and I learned so much, like, so much from you guys, so I need, I need you to stay together. Well, you know, sometimes, even though people still carry 
about each other a lot. They need to take some time apart to explore different options. And maybe, uh, you know, blonder options, I guess. Um, well, my mom's boyfriend, Jeff, did that, and, and he got hit by a mail truck. Oh, no. So, I'm just saying, like, but it's not always a good thing, you know what I mean? What, did, I mean, did he, did Jeff die, or is that the end of that story? No, well, it's kind of a really long story, I don't think I should get into it, because I talked to someone who speaks the ghost, and they talked to Jeff, because the whole reason he got hit by a car is because he had like this white stuff on his face. Mm-hmm. When the cops came, the policeman came to take him out, and he tried running away. And then he got hit by a mail truck, and then he went to a, a bad place. Aww. And I don't want you to go to a bad place, Mr. Producer Camera wow. Guy. Well, thank you. I really That's really sweet. I appreciate that. Dr. London, do you have anything to... Well, I figure we should finish this. Uh, and so, so this is our guest is named... Uh, Billy, is that right? Yes, my name is Billy. Hey, okay. Billy. How old Hello. are you, Billy? I am eight years old. Wow. Yeah, I... I've grown into a big boy. Yeah. Well, so, Billy, my name is Dr. LondonSmith.com, and this is our producer, Cameron. I hi, know who you guys are. I listen to you guys like all the time because I try to Google stuff to understand things, but I like it better when people talk to me because I sometimes pretend I have friends at home that want to talk with me about the questions I have, and that's what you guys are. Yeah, that's the, I mean, the perfect example of a podcast listener. Yeah, that's me. I'm your podcast listener. And like, so I've been trying to get a hold of you guys a little bit. Um, I get made fun of a lot at school. Because I've got, like, some stuff going on, and it's oh, kind no. of embarrassing to talk about. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I'm sure Dr. London can definitely help you. He is a doctor. I mean, he's, you know, he sucks. <laughs> to ask real quick, so I guess for our audience, our podcast has reportedly, according to Cameron, been marketed primarily towards children. Yes. Which doesn't seem to be, you know, sort of the target audience that we would want. But I guess, you know, we take what we can get. You don't think kids need medical advice too? Yeah, I I think that they can benefit, but it's what we are teaching is more at a, you know, a med school level. Back back to Billy here. Um Yeah, so so what brings you on the show? You said you have some kind of an ailment? Yeah, um I get made fun of a lot cuz I have some dandruff, and I have some psoriasis, but I'm getting treated for that from a doctor. Uh, but Okay, good. The real problem is uh, I've got gooey eyes. Like, my eyes have goo in them all the time. And, like, people don't like looking at me, and they kind of make fun of me about it and say that I'm gross. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm glad you, you contacted us. I mean, I feel like this is what we are primarily experts at, right, Dr. London? I mean... You know, first things first, we got to identify the goo coming out of the gooey eyes. As an expert myself, I would probably say it looks like it's from the uh, American Southwest. Is that is that about right, Dr. London? I, you think that the goo itself is from a, Do you not a particular... know your goo strains? Well, I think usually... If the goo is coming out of a person, then you will 
generally think that that person is the origin, not some other, you know, region of the country. Yeah, I don't really no, travel no, very much. Yeah, but I mean, it can happen in all sorts of ways. I mean, have you known anyone? Have any of your, well, you said you don't really have any friends, but I mean, like. I've got one friend, and her name is Amelia, and she's a spider. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's really cool. Uh, we learned, I learned about the spider world from her, and I teach her about the human world, and she says that my goo doesn't bother her, so she's a good friend to have. Okay, yeah, and and that's once uh, you know it's very normal. But could I, Cameron? Can I talk to you separately for a second? <sighs> yeah, this might be the uh, last time that you talk separately with me. <laughs> all right, so Billy is also on here to promote uh, his podcast, Spider Facts with Billy. Okay, and. I just, we need to be sensitive and make sure he doesn't feel strange for t- talking to a spider for a podcast. That's, do you see what I... I don't, I mean, I didn't find it strange in the first place. That seems, I mean, eight years old, I mean, yeah, that seems normal. Okay, I just... Yeah, I did, to, but to start a podcast and... You've made it into this weird thing. Okay, okay, maybe it's just me. We can go back. Yeah, God. Okay, Billy, sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, Sometimes you have to have grown-up talks. My mom tells me that. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, tell me about this. You said you have a friend, Amelia, who's a spider. Yeah, so I saw a spider one day, and I put it in a jar, and then Mm. she's... And then I let her out of the jar now, but then she just started talking to me. And I was like, what? Because I originally wanted to teach people about spiders because I love them so much. Like, did you know that spiders have eight eyes as well as eight legs? Like, that's so many. Wow, that makes sense. We have two eyes and two legs. Yeah, so, wow, nature's so cool. And it's so cool because Amelia talks to me and she's really smart. She taught me how spider babies are made, like how their their eggs and stuff come out in like a bag. It's like a big old bag with a bunch of babies in it. That's really cool. Wait, Doctor London, is that true? Oh no. Okay, so, uh, I don't really want to spend today describing where babies come from or how they're made. Uh. I. Well, I want to know, Billy, 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 I want to know, you say Amelia talks to you. Yeah. What does she sound like? She sounds like... Could you do like an impression of her? Yeah, she sounds like, hello, Billy, this is Amelia. I sound like a nice lady who is your friend, and I like to teach you things. That's what she sounds like. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm sold. Dr. London, well, what do you think about all this? Do you ever do you ever hear Well, actually at your age it's normal to have, you know, your, your imaginary friends or Whoa. stuffed animals no, that you talk to. She's real. Dr. London, what Yeah, what are you doing? I'm sorry? What 
What is it? Hey, Billy. Yeah, what's... We know that Amelia's real. Dr. London, he is not a believer in anything interesting or cool. Yeah, she watched... That's why he became a doctor. She watches Constantine with me, and like all the other Keanu Reeves movies, you can shake a stick at. All of them we watch together. Spiders love Keanu Reeves. Wait, do you have Constantine like on Blu-ray, or do you just have it digitally? Can I borrow it if it's on Blu-ray? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think I have anything on Blu-ray. I have it digitally. My mom got it for me for Christmas. Damn it. But maybe, I mean, if you wanted to watch it with me and Amelia, I mean, that'd be okay with me. Nah, I'd rather just borrow the borrow the Blu-ray. If you can rip oh. a copy for me and maybe burn it to like a DVD-R, I can just watch it like that. It's totally fine. Anyway, Dr. London, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. What are you doing coming in here saying... Oh, uh, you like uh, you, it's normal to have imaginary friends at that age, Doctor London. This isn't an imaginary friend. This is a kid who can talk to bugs. Do you not realize how powerful that is? And how maybe if we get on the right, this kid is a super fan of us. I told you this podcast was gonna pay off one day. This kid is obsessed with our podcast, probably because of the beer that I hand out to all the neighborhood kids. And this kid can talk to spiders, which we could possibly use that power for, you know, some, at least a project or something. Okay, I... Maybe, like, build something? I don't I don't know. I haven't thought about it. This is all new information okay. for me. Okay, okay. But this is incredible. So we we can go and talk about that. But I, before we go back in there, what I need you to do is please do not try to sell him any of your beer, Okay. That beer I, I, is I have to assume if the kid is a fan of ours, he's got like a 12 pack at home. I mean, I, I don't need to sell it. The beer sells itself. So, yeah, no problem. Okay, because it remember won't happen. the side kid, effects. I, I guarantee that kid is stocked up. Okay. And you can tell because of the eye goop. Yes. That's uh, why I was curious about the strain because if it's from the southwest, it's got to be from the beer. Because we have a specific southwestern strain of eye goop going around. It's a long story. Okay, oh, we we can go back in. So, Billy, yeah. um, you haven't you haven't sampled any drinks with Cameron's name on it, have you? Oh yeah, my mom. Yeah, what? Do- my mom buys me that stuff all the time. It's like the one thing she does because she goes like in a room and makes and she ghost hunts with uh, her friends that come over sometimes and closes the mm. door and then leaves me with like all kinds of bottles of Cameron's Bunny Beer. Oh, okay. So you do recognize the very specific name. Why do you think <sighs> I buy it? And I listen to you guys so much. My mom bought that stuff for me because she says I'm a little too positive sometimes and I just need to relax and be realistic. So she tells me to drink that, and I get sad and lay down. Yeah, it's a real downer, and that's, you know, that's sort of built into the product. But we do thank you for being a fan of not only the podcast, but for the number one beer in juvenile detention centers. Oh, yeah, I'm all in. Like, I love you guys. That's why I don't want you to break up so bad. I mean, I really do appreciate that, but, you know, sometimes, I don't know, sometimes you got to move on, Billy, but... You know, I, you know, let's not sit and talk about the depressing, how depressing it is that I'm going to be traveling the world while Dr. London's, you know, stuck here sucking his thumb. Oh. Uh, what, I, want to, I want to hear more about uh, your, your communication with your friend Amelia. So, so you, 
when you talk, like, you just say, like, hey, Amelia, go do that. Like, do you command her to do things? Or is she more, like, commanding you to do things? Uh, well, Amelia taught me about consent, and we don't command each other to do anything. We're two friends, and we talk about stuff, and she does what she wants, and I do what I want. She's not here right now, but, like, you know, she's got to go get bug friends to put in her web so she can eat. But no, we're just like friends. We hang out. Like she doesn't command me, like a like a demon or nothing. So, I mean, there's no world in which you could, let's say, rise up an army of spiders and have them do your bidding. Is that out of the question? You know, uh, I never thought about that, but that sounds kind of like a good idea. I'm gonna have to talk See, with I her mean- about that. Yeah, yeah, and think about it. Like Amelia, Amelia can have a high position in this hierarchy. Yeah, Amelia can be like the CEO or president of all the other spiders or whatever. I think she would like that. It's just you know maybe being something of like a spider king that maybe could you know help the podcast out in some ways. You know, whatever you guys, Doctor London, can you think of any can any spider any spider related things that we might need? Yeah. Okay, so, and look, I don't actually think you should manipulate your friend. Oh, I want a hammock. I feel like that's right up y'all's alley, right? Oh, I'll ask her when she comes back home. I I feel, Cameron, like maybe the webs of a spider aren't really up to the task of sustaining your weight. And that's not... That's not an attack oh, on you're your saying weight. that you're saying that our guest's best friend is unable to create like a quality solid product, Doctor Lennon. What are you doing? Why are you so rude to our guest, Billy? I am so sorry about that. I just don't understand why he doesn't he doesn't like Amelia very much. Oh, okay. Don't, don't cry. Don't, He's don't, very don't, good. Cry, don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> but uh, Billy, I want to know. I want to know like what what brought you here today. What do you wanna What do you wanna talk about on on the podcast. Okay. First and foremost, I want people to know that spiders are good and they're friends. But the other main thing is what I'm really uh, making a, a fish for is that I can get this goo out of my eyes and maybe I can have a friend that's a person for when Amelia's not here. Oh, okay. You, you're, you're just searching for a friend. Well, yeah. Okay. Everybody's searching for a friend, and Mr. Cameron, producer man, he's looking for a blonde friend, and I'll take a blonde friend or a, a red friend, any kind of friend. Oh, yeah, this is perfect. Okay, so for your first issue, because, uh, yeah, you're looking for a friend, and then and then what was your first issue? I'm sorry. Oh, the, the eye goop. Oh, the yeah. Goop, that's right. Now, there's a lot of goo, so, and it dries up sometimes in the mornings. Right, so... What I'm thinking is two things off the top of my head. Uh, allergies. Could be allergies. Okay. Could also be what Cameron said, that eye goop is apparently a side effect of Cameron's buddy beer, which is a very minor side effect compared to some of the other things I've heard about it, which, for those who aren't aware, also can cause paralysis and suicidal ideation can cause that's a key word there it can it you know it could cause superpowers i don't know anything could cause anything well it 
has been known correlation to cause. does not equal causation but and all in, the children I mean, in this case this is causation and not correlation it's just straightforward causation but if you if you look at the overall pattern um you can see that um i mean i mean you know uh billy here is having a good time yeah. Right, Billy? Yeah, I drink that stuff, and I get sad, and, and I think about stuff, and then I go to sleep, and I sleep real but deep. I want to he- hear about this plan with the iGoop to help create a new friend. I am very intrigued about this, and I would like to sign up for this project as well. Well, I mean, I don't want to take the goo and, like, and mold a friend, like, pretend it's clay or anything. Is that what you? Th- is that what you're saying? I don't know. I wasn't exactly sure, but I'm down for, I mean, whatever. If it's making little clay figurines of people and talking to them, that sounds awesome. If it's using them in some sort of magical way that, like, grows a person, that's cool, too. I didn't try that. I just was going to, I just wanted the eye goo to go away so the kids in my class uh, could look at me and they're not disgusted by me anymore. Okay. Uh, No, I, I have... Dr. London, is there not a way that we can take the eye goop from this situation, clone Billy, so then he has the perfect best friend who understands all of his all of his issues? Oh my god. I I don't know that that specifically is that possible. That technology but... has to be around, right? You think Sony does it? I'm I'm not sure. Like I don't Like the eye goop to person converter? Please, I hope that well, exists. You've... I'm sorry, what was that, Billy? I just I really hope that exists. I would love that so much. Well, here's here's an issue I'm thinking of. I have seen Cameron with barrels of a similar substance after he's given, you know, his his beer to children. He's I've seen Cameron that you've been kind of hoarding the stuff away. And if your end game is to try to use it to make a new person, I don't know that that's well ethical or even good you know so if that's if that's your plan here no no i mean that wasn't my plan before right now it's my plan now for sure is to well the plan now is to use igoop to clone billy give him the best friend ever and then go to mount everest like the second this recording ends My plan before with collecting any sort of excess or, you know, eye goop that people may have or whatever is just, you know, I I didn't really have a game plan. I figured if someone wanted it. So, anyway, I guess, Billy, if you would maybe just ask your mom about allergy medicine. Okay. Then that that can probably... And also, I I would say stop drinking the beer. I mean, I don't try to drink it all the time. It's just when my mom wants me to drink it. Because, like, when she has her friends over to ghost hunt, um, she doesn't want me to, to, like, knock on the door or try to come in or anything like that. Well, yeah, because she's busy with her friends ghost hunting. Yeah. I wouldn't want to interrupt that at all. Have they found any ghosts? Um, I don't know if they've found any, but I sure hear a lot of ghost noises coming from in, in that bedroom, so I don't know. I think mm. they're finding them, but I don't think they're getting rid of them or anything. There's just more keep coming. Well, I mean, that can be a struggle, especially if you don't have a priest with you. Yeah, I don't know if a priest would want to come into this apartment. My mom talks about God all the time. She's always like, oh, God, oh, God. So, I don't know, maybe. Okay. Wait, I have one other question. I'm sorry I interrupted. 
Do you think maybe? No, fine. Do you think my Igu comes from uh, my Rottweiler? I have a dog, and like that, the dog eats poop, and it also has allergies. That's and it sneezes in my eye sometimes. Yeah, that's a real possibility because there are you know allergens in you know pet fur in general. So cats, dogs, whatever, and sometimes those can you know irritate the eyes and everything so that that could definitely be a cause as well um but once again just ask your mom about some allergy medicine and i i do have to mention it does say this on the buddy beer can but do not let any sort of dog slobber mix with the buddy beer it will if you start seeing the the liquid boiling you need to throw that in some sort of uh i don't know like metal container as quickly as possible well it makes me really want to try that now. Like, is it going to make me die, or is it just fun to look at? Why do I have to throw it out? It's perfectly good beer. Well, I mean, I could tell you, but I think, you know, a curiosity is a good trait to have. It, it's it's good to want to learn things. So, I mean, you know, it sounds like a fun science experiment. That sounds amazing. I'll have, have when Amelia comes back, that's what we're going to do. Okay. Um, but, yeah, let's... So, since... We've maybe, for now, solved the riddle of what is causing the eye goop. Um, we can go ahead and we just... I'm sorry, Billy. If you, I don't know if you've listened to our last few episodes, but we've had these chores. I don't know if you have chores around your house. Oh, gosh. Don't yeah. even bring up the chores. Look, we... <sighs> We, we've we had this chore list that's grown larger and larger over the course of the last, I don't know, it feels like a million years. Yeah. And we have been just trying to come up with a fun way to just knock off all these chores and knock off all these tasks. And so we created the chore wheel and we spin it every week and we whatever chore it lands on, that's just like what we have to do. And, you know, look, I don't want to have to do it either. I would love to be just hanging out by the beach, sunglasses on my face, drinking like, uh, you know, uh, what's it? What's it like a beach um, drink? Like a what? Like a like a like a like a milk. Yeah. Whole milk. Like a whole milk. That sounds delicious. Yeah. I'd rather be doing that. Um, but uh, unfortunately, we've got to take care of these chores. So let me uh, let's see. We got to get the chore wheel going. Uh, DJ Dylan, can you fire that baby up? Please. Yes. Oh, it landed. Oh, no. Yeah. Unfortunately, it landed on <sighs> make prank phone calls. God, I hate that we have to do this. Look, guys, I do not endorse prank phone calls. I don't think they're funny, but they're on the oh, tour wheel. Yeah. We're and suppo- we have to do it. We're supposed to do it. Yeah. And this is a legal obligation. This is part of the whole Madonna lawsuit. Um, we. The community service is essentially what this boils down to. I'm sorry. I want community service if I get to make crank phone calls for fun. Yeah. Like, can I do stuff to get community service too? Yeah. Do you have like a window near you you could throw a baseball through or something? Oh, yeah. No problem. Go ahead and do that real quick. Okay. All right. Per- yeah. Perfect. Okay. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll want to make these calls with us too. I was going to say... Oh. um. The window has to be closed for for what Cameron's talking about. It can't be an open window. That I mean oh. that that depends. If if a stranger threw like a baseball through your open window, that'd be kind of startling. Okay, well, I guess I'll I assume try it again later. Outside or inside rather. I'll have to try it again later when the window is closed. Then do you want me to throw it now while the window is closed? 
Uh, I would say you do you. I'm doing it. I did it. I broke a window. Okay, so let's go ahead and start the call. And I guess for all three of us, I, you know, Billy, just maybe follow our lead. Or if you want to take the lead, I, I don't do a lot of prank calls these days. But I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of an expert. I, I can take the lead on this one, I think. Yeah. Well, but we're just, we're just going to do our... Does, prank call me a lot quite a bit so we're let's just do a, a random number in the phone book we're just gonna shuffle through and all right dj dylan go ahead and call that one hello uh hello who am i speaking to that's really good this is smoking barth oh wait huh uh, you're, are you that guy who, like, like, collects teeth or something? Also known as the Tooth Fairy. Yep, that's right. Uh, well, uh, uh, wait, are you, bu- are you busy right now? Ha <laughs> ha, gotcha. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, mother... Oh, okay. Hang really up. He, hang up, Dylan. Hang up. God. Okay. okay. So that right. that didn't go the way I thought it would go. No, I hated that. I, we were the prankies on that one. I, All right, London, you pick a new number out of the out of the book. Okay, just... Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. That one's got a little... Did you... Did you write the star next to the name? Yeah, this one's circled. This number. Hello? Before you say anything, I'm not doing any returns, okay? If you gave a gold tooth or a silver tooth, for example, and you expected more than a dollar, that's not going to happen, all right? So before you say anything, I've already well, heard it. I'm sorry. I already know. Uh-uh. Is this... It's a dollar per tooth, and you already know it, Okay. I'm sorry, is your refrigerator running? Is your refrigerator... Hold on. Oh, this is going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Are is you your... asking about... Because I did get a gold tooth, but I already said I'm only paying $1. No, I'm actually... <laughs> so calling about a, a refrigerator, I wanted... I, I do repairs and things. Um... Did, does your refrigerator and Billy, if you want to help out here, is is there a refrigerator? Do you have is yours is yours running? Refrigerator. Let me go check. Oh my gosh, you're gonna oh. get so good. She's actually checking it. He's actually checking it. He's oh actually gosh. checking it. No way. Oh man. What are you? I'm drinking so much of your beer right now. Oh, yeah. Oh no. Well, yeah. my neighbor meat is still frozen, so I think it's working. Then you better go cat. Oh, work. Uh, so it's a, so another way uh, so to you, say working would be. You're a young man who runs a business, an upstanding uh, repair business. Is that what you're trying to yeah. say? Yeah, I, I run a business, I guess. But so, okay, so, so you're a young entrepreneur. Okay, that's what I'm speaking. But, that's what I'm speaking with. Okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to. So I was just checking. <laughs> Is your refrigerator another way to say that it's working? Would be like you might say, I don't know. Is your refrigerator running then? Yeah. Then you better go catch it. What do you say next? Why did you say that? 
Why didn't I say that? No, why did why did you say that? Oh, because that's the. How do you think the joke is? Are, are we still on the I, line? No, I thought we were just talking about like you were just pretending to be like a refrigerator repairman. Hang up! Hang up! Hang up! Dylan, hang up! I love community service. Okay. This is so great. Okay, we got to do one more. Billy, do you want to do this one? Yeah, I've been chugging this beer, and my brain's getting real strange right now, so I'm ready to do okay. this. Okay, perfect. All so right, we'll call let's... And a new number, because I can't help but feel like that one... Well, yeah, it was Smokin' Barth, past guest on this show, yeah. a.k.a. the Tooth Fairy. Smokin' Barth seems to have monopolized multiple numbers here, because... That was it. That was him both times, right? It did sound like him, yeah. Anyway, right. let's. Yeah, pick. Billy. Go to the end. Go to the back of the book. Go to the where it says like Zed or whatever. Yeah. But don't call Zed. I'll take all the numbers. I don't call Zed. Hello, Marilyn here. Hello. Uh, this is your doctor, and I'm calling to you with your oh, test results. Oh my gosh. And we found out that you have chlamydia. <laughs> You won chlamydia, and now you take pills for it to go away, and you have to go to the doctor now. Oh my gosh. But this sounds like it's actually kind of misleading medically, and like maybe Do- it could- London, shut up. Dr. Cause- London, shut up. What do you mean? Cause them undue duress. Oh, what is that? Uh, a person on the phone, how does that make you uh, feel? Well, I definitely don't like hearing that my wife has chlamydia. <sighs> It comes from toilet seats. It's okay. That's what my mom says. So just take pills, and it goes away, and you, your wife will be fine. Okay. Well, we can... Hey, let's hang up. Let's hang up. Right. Did I do good, you guys? Oh, you did so good, Billy. Yeah, that was great. That was I mean, I think, than... I think we can officially say that we have completed this chore, right? For today, Have yeah. we completed the community service? Yeah. Okay. Community service is so it awesome. It is pretty awesome. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Billy, for your help there, or potentially just working towards your own community service, which is likely just statistically based on the fact that you are drinking Cameron's Buddy Beer right now. You, that throws you into a whole statistical category um, for crime. And uh, anyway, that was sort of the last thing that we had planned, I think. Was there anything else, Cameron or Billy? I wanted to say that when you see a spider, you don't smash it. You put it in a jar, and if you don't want it inside, take it outside. And that friend will go and make a web for someone else. I think that is a great lesson, Billy. And thank you for bringing that lesson to us today. But other bugs are free game, right? I hate other bugs, and they're only to feed Amelia and my other spider friends. Okay, perfect. Um, Well, thank you for... For Billy, for being on the podcast, um, we know that we can go listen to more of you if we want at your podcast, right? Oh, yeah. I got this Xbox headset, and I made my own podcast, and it's me and Amelia. We talk about stuff. All right. And that's, you know, your mom gave me the card here, and it does say Spider Facts with Billy. Yeah. And I, I got someone to upload it on all the things that you need to listen to stuff on. Great. Great. 
All right. So thank you to Billy for coming on the show. Uh, Billy, is there anywhere to follow you on social media or anything like that? Um, okay, so I have a Facebook page, and it's Spider Facts with Billy. Just look for that. All right. Well, thank you to Billy. Thank you to uh, Cameron, our producer. Thank you to Digital in the House. Maybe I could have a friend that's a person for when Amelia's not here. Everybody's searching for a friend. 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 And Mr. Cameron, producer man, he's looking for a blonde friend. And I'll take a blonde friend or a My name is Dr. London Smith, and this has been the Jocked Out Podcast. See ya. You shuffle the papers in front of you, just keep looking busy and run out the clock. You glance up at said clock. It still reads 4.55. It feels like it has been five minutes till quitting time forever. As you glance around the office, you notice that every chair and every cubicle is empty. Those are the real quitters. You glance at the clock again. Still 4.55. You check the clock on your computer. 11.30 p.m. No, that can't be right. Why would there be a centralized clock mounted on the wall of the office if it was not meant to be the master clock? Reveling in the mastery of your own logic, you lean back in your chair and continue shuffling papers, having finished all assigned tasks long ago. Speaking of mistaking stupidity for brilliant superiority, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Doc podcast in which you describe how you stayed late at work because of the batteries on the clock running out. And consider supporting us by becoming a patron on the Jock Doc podcast Patreon. And while you're at it, Go ahead and share the Jock Doc podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to our handy website or uh, even just send them a link to uh, your favorite episode. Uh, and our website is jockdocpodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Doc Podcast. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.